Today's episode is brought to you by Noble Agency. It's no secret. Most organisations are grappling with attracting and retaining the best talent. Overnight, HR and TA have found themselves with a business critical voice at the table. Noble Agency are employer marketing specialists, ready to help you create brand love throughout the employee life cycle. From EVP and employer branding to targeted recruitment campaigns, content creation and everything in between, head over to nobleagency.com.au. They're really nice people, no bull, and don't forget to mention Tarpot sent you. to Tarpod. We talk talent engagement and mobility with the experts. That means you get the best info, knowledge and advice with a side of fun. Now here are the pair that sound younger than they look, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi everyone, welcome to Tarpod. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. Craig almost forgot his name there, everybody. (laughs) But anyway, on to business today. Our guest is Eden Haddock, talent acquisition consultant and actually an award-winning talent acquisition consultant, createfulness guru and founder of the Rubber Band Network. Welcome, Eden. Welcome back, mate. Welcome back. Mark, I think it's number six. Wow, we maybe we should start getting some frequent flyer miles up there. I might have to contact flybys. You might be getting complaints soon. Get rid of him, you know. Oh dear! And you were my aeroplane buddy on the way to breakfast. I know. What a coincidence! And hey, what an amazing event breakfast was. Amazing. I was just absolutely blown away by it. Um, yeah. To have you guys there and the referee guys and all the other Aussies that yeah, Queenie, was, she was there and yeah, it was, oh. a, it was out. Of, I mean, it was one of those. I, th- I think I've said this before, but I didn't. I had high expectations, but they were blown out blown away water. anyway. Yeah. It was just bizarre. Yeah. It was like, okay, hang on, is this really something for the work? talent industry? Yeah, am I, mean, I 4, at a work 000. function? Exactly. <laughs> It was just, oh, yeah, anyway. But how did you cope over there at breakfast without any clothes? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wee bit of a story there, people. (laughs) So, yes, Lauren was one of my um, plane buddies, as was my partner, Jason Burns. Um, But uh, my luggage didn't make it past Singapore and is still in a warehouse somewhere, (laughs) probably about to get blown up and destroyed. So um, so there was a lot of H&M and, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, if you wanted a new wardrobe, you should have <laughs> just, just said, you know, <laughs> go through all that. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, look, what, it was just an incredible event. I'm so glad we all went over for it. And I think, yeah. um, you know, next year I'm hoping we see more Aussies on the stage over there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that, yeah. you know, there's so much going on in APAC and when, uh, Aussies, New Zealand, um, you know, I, I, I really think that would, Complement breakfast mm. so much mm. to get some of our talent over there. So fingers and, crossed. And it is a global um, festival or, or event, wasn't it? Because there was people North America. There were people from other areas within Asia, mm. a lot through Europe. Mm. Um, and you know, to get our area on the map down there would be really, really good. Well, I think everyone well, knew we were there. <laughs> you two, you started the trend. You made it onto the stage, so let's we did. We did. We're up there. We buy away on with a bottle of whiskey and. 
Well, we didn't have to at all. We were invited. <laughs> Craig does exaggerate. But anyway, we digress. Yes. I'm here today because Craig can't remember his own name, <laughs> so this could end up anywhere, to chat to you about the Rubber Band Network. Um, most of us know what's going on here. There's a fair few of us, but there's a lot of our listeners that don't. So tell them, what is the Rubber Band Network? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it's one of these things that uh, it kind of organically became something that it wasn't intended to be. I, I set up Rubber Band with my partner, Jason, uh, and it was during that long second Melbourne lockdown. Oh, yes. Um, I, remember that, I remember that very, very closely to my <sighs> Yeah. And, and, you know, just messaging my mates in the industry and, you know, you guys um, were, were part of that and we're all feeling pretty crap yeah. really yeah. um particularly in melbourne a hundred and um, what 16 days or something like that we were locked it, was, down. it was just torturous and then we you know we were leading into that particularly tech recruiters were relayed it was the talent market was becoming really mm-hmm. tight we were exhausted every role needed really really deep head hunting um people weren't applying for jobs people weren't moving around and then people were resigning and it was just all so chaotic and we we're all feeling absolutely wrecked and exhausted so jason and i were just chatting with our mates and we thought well we'll set it up as a facebook group and that way everyone can kind of connect together and we can all listen to everyone's grievances Mm -hmm. and support each other and offer advice and help and um and it just grew from there it was kind of a group of about 20 of us and then it got to 100 and then 150 and then you know 12 months later we're over we're 421 500 members yeah that's amazing and yeah so it's all about um uh, everyone in our industry connecting being able to vent uh mental health support and just being there for each other because we understand what we're all going through. So it was more about that to start with, wasn't it? And it's just evolved. It has. It's just evolved. And, and what I've noticed and, and what's really impressed me is, you know, I mean, we're, we're all inclusive. So we have people that are working in consulting, marketing, um, internal recruitment, agency recruitment, the generosity of the members of Rubber Band and the amount of activity that is going on there is just so incredibly inspiring. I feel mm. that, you know, it, it, it is hard to say let's let's put a positive spin on COVID because COVID was a, and, and still is a complete tragedy and we're losing lives every day. But um, I guess what I'm saying here is I think it really brought our industry together. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we became very supportive and generous with each other. And what we're seeing is that people are more willing to share. Um, there's no more of this um, us and them mentality or there are talent leaders that are willing to share information with their competitors, for example, or agencies and internal sharing information. And mm. people are providing policies that, you know, that they've worked on that yeah. are, other people are wanting to kick off and all, all of that sort of stuff. I, I, it, it, it's been an incredible journey to watch it grow and evolve and, and it just continues to. There's new members every day. It's really great. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. And and with the evolution of Rubber Band Network, you're putting on a event to represent Rubber Band and uh, tell us about tell us about Bounce. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, it, it came about for a number of reasons. I think, you know, and it's, it's debated and I'm sure it's, it's being debated on LinkedIn at the moment. Um, it's being talked about on rubber bands. This, the, the whole, um, 
work from home, work from office scenario, the whole in-person versus virtual. Um, and we wanted to put on an online event. We have wonderful in-person events in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely wonderful. We have, um, you know, and Andrea Kirby does amazing events. We've got Joe Voland with ATC. Um, what we were kind of were falling away from was having that opportunity that people could connect geographically um, all over Australia uh, and people who weren't necessarily ready or comfortable to travel, um, weren't able to travel. So we thought, well, let's bring everyone together and and have something online. Um, People got a bit exhausted by online uh, during lockdown mm. um, and very excited for in-person. I think in-person events, I am very looking forward to the ITAS, by the way, you too. <laughs> I've bought new shoes and the suit is getting ready. But we thought, you know what, let's let's connect our community and let's hear from, you know, members of Rubber Band and, and get them on the stage and to talk in more detail about mm. the cool things that they're doing because there is just such amazing work going on mm. uh, in APAC at the moment, incredible work. So we've got seven amazing speakers and we're about to uh, release three panels to Ooh. let you know and... Yeah, lots of support from from local suppliers and vendors that want to showcase, you know, the amazing um, innovation coming out of Australia as well. Mm. There is so much innovation coming out as well when you're looking at all the different tech out there, the AI development, and some of the stuff that an ATS can do nowadays is just blow your mind if you choose the right one. And a lot is being led by the region too, isn't it? Absolutely. Look, you know, one of our, our major sponsor, Live Hire. I mean, you know, Live Hire is doing really great in the US and, you know, they will um, launch in the UK. Um, and it's, you know, uh, it's incredible technology. I mean, there are wonderful ATSs everywhere, but, mm. you know, and we've got others in Australia that are great as well. But j- just to see um, what's coming out and those those product enhancements and things that have been developed specifically for our market as well mm. is, is really exciting. So um, we're delighted to get these stories out there um, and for people to see and to see demos and to see what's mm. what, what innovation is coming out of Australia, to see new products that are being launched, um, yeah, it's wonderful. It's exciting. So who have you got speaking? Who's lined up so far? Oh, yeah. Well, I can tell you our seven keynotes. I might walk through them all one by one. How does that sound? Oh, I'll just embarrass them. Strapping in for the ride, Tiger. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But they're all, they're all amazing. They're all local and they all work for Australian-owned um, and operated businesses. Uh, we've got Simone Strawn from Sportsbet. Mm-hmm. Um Sportsbed are nominated for a finalist for quite a few items, I noticed. So Simone, um, her story is really exciting because she, an iconic brand, and she's gone in there and she's set up a a talent function with a real focus on, um, you know, talent management um, as well as talent acquisition and and really developed that from scratch. So it's one of those things where, you know, you jump into a role and it can be really hard to, to define a strategy for talent and it can take some time, but she just jumped in there and have done an amazing job so it's exciting to um exciting to hear from her um we've got steve guard that i'm sure all of our listeners know steve and steve in some ways inspired rubber band for me when i did set it up or uh, probably the evolution of it and to continue growing it you know what what i love about steve is that his passion for candidate experience and knowing that there was a problem uh that we weren't responding to our 
candidates and we weren't treating them the way we wanted to. And how highlighted was that when we all lost our jobs in 2020? Exactly. uh, And when we were not getting responded to because there were hundreds of us applying for jobs, that really highlighted our bad candidate experience and what we were going through. I just remember some of the candidate experience I had and those brands, like one of them in particular, I just will not go near. Go on, name it. No, I'm not naming it. (laughs) 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 Only one of us needs a law suit this week. (laughs) 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 Now, don't go giving too much away about your speakers either. Otherwise, people may not need to tune in. Oh, they'll tune in. But look, yeah, (laughs) I won't give too much away. But look, Steve, I I think, you know, it's just an example that we can drive change in our industry. Mm. He saw that there was a problem. That problem, you know, I I know I'm not meant to swear on Tarpod, but pissed him off. Um, He said, you know what, I'm going to do something about it. And I I think that's amazing. And, Mm. you know, we also have James Whitcomb, who a really similar story in terms of um, the mental health of candidates and providing support to candidates um, and identified that for job seekers that it's a very stressful time. And he developed the candidate coach for that reason, um, to, to make a difference and to drive change and to do something positive within our industry. And that's really the core of all of our speakers. They're, they're all trying something different. They've all identified something and they want to, you know, they want to further evolve our industry um, Mm. and make an impact and a positive impact. Um, We have Mitch King. um, Ah, Mitch King, the elusive Mitch King. Follow Mitch King, follow him now because whenever I'm having a tough day and I see a post from Mitch, I'm instantly cheered up. And, you know, Rubberband was was born out of being a support group. And to be honest, Mitch sometimes really saves my mood. (laughs) 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 So... Um, we're, we're so delighted to have him speak and, and if you follow him, I'm sure you'll be excited to hear that as well. Um, we have Vanessa Hoffman who's, um, she's talked about, um, a, a great initiative that she's rolled out at, at Energy Australia yep. on Tarpod before. I was delighted to hear her story and she's going to come in and, you know, I, I guess pick that up. It was quite early when she spoke to yeah. you that she'd just launched the program, which mm. is a. It was very um, into the pilot oh. stage then. Yeah, well, she's had, had, I won't go into too much, but she's had some really great success oh, with brilliant. the program. I can't wait to hear. Yeah. That's all about using the business to develop talent acquisition um, peeps, basically, um, talent acquisition teams from the business. And she'll, she'll walk you through how she came up with that idea and executed it. Now, I've got two more. I've got Brendan Olsop. Now, Brendan works... Um, within aged care and health in mm. and healthcare mm. recruitment um his story tough is tough area at the moment isn't it oh my god yeah. i can't believe they're bringing in the adf well i can actually and it's a good idea all the nursing staff and the doctors in the adf yeah get them working we bloody well need it at the moment i can't go yeah. and see my gran um at the moment at all we're not allowed in yeah. there oh, shout out terrible. to your gran Second yeah. time, second time in a week. I know. Shout out to my nan. My nan uh, turns ninety in September. <laughs> yeah, as if my nan listens to this. God. <laughs> but yeah, he's, it's it's another inspiring story because, as you know, like we we weren't treating our our um, care workers very well. Um, mm. And he really has driven change in terms of how they're compensated, how they're paid, um, how they're looked after and and has, uh, I guess, it's almost to the point of, you know, 
enforcing the government to change mm-hmm. their legislation on how they look well, after it's, it's in uh, one of those industries uh, too that I look at it, it's a bit like teaching. I think we need to value them more. These are people are looking after somebody's yeah, grand, somebody's na- un- granddad, uncles, aunts, all of those things, and they're probably going to be looking after Craig soon. So I really need to make sure that that industry is pumping along quite well. That's right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And our, our final keynote is Sandra Lynn, who I think um, uh, Slim Jim, yeah, who we, who we all love, who is up for three iters, I believe. Oh um, yeah, Slim Jim's got her name oh, in everything at the moment. Fingers oh, in pies, that woman. Yeah, I know, I know, and she's she's just so inspiring. I think um, to see the journey and the transformation that she's taking in Dead It On, yeah. um, a really interesting business she's working for. Um, and again, you know, really changing the landscape of what um, a talent function does uh, and what they're responsible for and how she's been able to evolve that from acquisition really into that true talent management model. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're amazing speakers and there will be three panels announced. So watch this Ooh, space. There's more to come. Yeah. And, and format-wise, so look, um, how if, if people haven't registered, how would they register first? Oh, absolutely. So you've got a couple of ways. So I'll, I will give you the URL, which is bounce2022.eventbrite.com uh-huh. or jump onto the rubber rubber band page on LinkedIn and you'll see all the details there. Mm. Better yet, jump onto Facebook, Google rubber band and join the rubber band yes. network. But anyway, those are the three ways you can do it. Um, so yeah, in terms of, of format, so we have the keynote speakers, the, the seven I've just talked about. We've got three panels and we have breakout areas, um, which is really where, um, you know, local uh, suppliers, local vendors, technology, however you want to describe them, will be showcasing their services and what they do. So um, it's a great all-round event, a big celebration of all the cool things that are going on in Australia, basically. Fabulous. And what's exciting is that we've got people from all over the world attending. Oh, that's great. Philippines, UK, US, Canada. So we're it's one of the wonderful things about know what's going on yeah. in Australia. <laughs> one of the wonderful things about an online event, isn't it? You're not not bound by by borders. Oh, absolutely. And, and I mean, you, you have both just been through that UK return flight as well. It's Ooh. not a fun journey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were trying to hope that we could go over to the UK and go to Europe for the summer and see if we could work there for a month or two together. And But it's just got too difficult. The, really. time, the zones time zones just don't work, do they? It's so uh, difficult to get stuff done when you're over there because everyone's sleeping over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm working um, for Simon McSorley. I'm doing um, freelance recruitment mm-hmm. for him and um, he generously allowed me to work while I was away, but I could only do four hours a day. So I was yeah. doing, you know, half days and, and the client I was working with was, was more than happy with that. Any more than that is impossible when you're on the opposite end of the world. We had um, the discussion that we'd be up at some crack of dawn, like 5am, so I could get my run in before the heat and then have to do four to five hours of work. Yeah, <laughs> it totally. doesn't work. And then you're exploring, right? That's it. It's a great thing and it- you know, more and more companies are supporting it. I mean, I, th- I think more often than not, companies are now supporting people to be able to travel and work. Um, and, and I think that's a really great thing. Um, 
but it does come with its challenges. It yeah. does. It, it's a time zone thing. And I, I do, I'm enjoying the remote work, but I also am enjoying my two days in the office. I, and otherwise I was getting sick of my house. And I was talking to a random stranger today, a, a dog person at the park, okay. And oh. she, we were saying, oh, yes, we're on our way to the office. And she said, oh, I work from home now. I'm really sick of my house. And that's just coming from a random stranger. And I can understand it. She said, mm. I really want to get back into our office, but our office has sent us all home now. Because mm. of what's happening, so it's and now I'm hearing funny things about um, management line managers going. Oh, I actually this is a quote from a line manager in the finance industry, a, a, a partner of a um, accounting firm. He said, "I think working from home is cancer." Cancer. Mm. Gee, right. That's a bit strong. It, it was. It was in a roundtable discussion group. I was in a month or so ago, and I just thought, "Wow, that's really strong." Really, mm-hmm. really strong, and Ooh, he was so anti. I, I'm noticing it a lot on LinkedIn. Or actually, we've been talking about it today on on rubber bands. I've been noticing some people with really strong opinions. Yeah. Again, I, I'm not. I don't have a strong opinion for or against. I've got a strong opinion on choice and that we're all individual and mm. being able to support that diversity of how we work. Um, there's extremes on either side. And I think that that's getting into pretty dangerous territory, particularly, you know, that description. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends a lot on who's involved. Well, he, a lot. Sorry. He did go on to say that um, their grad program was not working because of the work from home. We're not mm. getting the best out of our grads. We, be, that we thought we were about to let a, a group of grads go because we did not think that they were up to par. And what it came down to is they weren't in the office. They weren't learning for that visual learning and, being near people with experience and that was the issue that they had okay i get that and i understand that where that's coming from in the grad program but when you've got a more experienced worker a more someone who knows their stuff they know what they're doing they're reliable you know this why can't they have a hybrid work model and i think mm. that you can't just do a blanket rule i think it needs to be almost on a, a level of experience a what your role is how the, it, it comes down to very individual specific cases in some in some cases i suppose well, let's not forget anyone that works front, you know, frontline or retail or hospitality. I mean, they can't work from home, yes, so right. it's not going to be a blanket rule, is it? But, um, I, you know, it's it, it is really interesting because I think we were just thrust into this, and we haven't actually identified how it will work. That's we all point. we all worked from home, um, then offices were able to open up, and we've all just sort of gone well. You can come in if you want to or continue working from home or some organisations are bringing people in and people are rebelling and then others are wanting to be in there and rebelling because their colleagues aren't in. And mm-hmm. I, I think we just didn't have the time to think about how it, we are going to make it work. And th- this is a really exciting time for us to be creative and, and test and learn and find solutions that may work. I think if we continue the way it is, we're going to see more and more of the extremes from either side, mm. um, you know, that we've, we've just talked about, extremes of people thinking that it should be 100% work from home, others thinking 100% from the office and constantly at loggerheads not getting anywhere. There's got to be some ideas on how to make this work. I, I think so. it's going to be one of, those, one of those issues that in 10, 15 years' time, and I don't know where we're going to fall on it, that people are going to mm. look back and say, it was like, oh, what? you actually worked before mobile phones or you worked before the internet. It's going to be you worked before this hybrid yeah. model or something. What do you mean? You, you had to clock in at 8 o'clock and leave at 5? What, 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 the, 
what the hell was that all about? What's a fax machine? Yeah, so it's going to be one of those. I don't think. I think we're right in the middle of what it's going to turn out to be, and I don't know if anyone has the exact answer. It's no, probably going to be navigating. That. And you're right with you know, there's certain industries, certain roles where you you have to be on site, right? Mm. But then the others, can it be work from anywhere? And if it is work from anywhere, how do you? Govern that. Look, who's making the decisions internally? Is it someone who is it the procurement or finance person who's gone? Hang on, we've got a lease of this property for the next five years. I want it filled. Is that the only reason people are making decisions? That's a good point, actually, because I know that some companies prior, some big companies, a big four and etc., just moved into a massive, beautiful new building, half mm. empty. They want to half yeah, empty absolutely. now. So there's decisions being made. Is it purely around real estate, or and not the yeah. people? Or, yeah, or is it impacting innovation because you're not in groups? Or it, you know, there's so many different reasons people are giving for what they want, whether it be work from anywhere or be in the office or hybrid or a mix. And, you know, I'm dealing, I'm sure other people are too. I've got a few clients at the moment and, mm. and one of them in particular is still this, no matter how many times I try to subtly advise them, it's like this thought that we own the person in their in their employment contract, these are their hours of work, we own them for that time because we're paying for that time, therefore they'll go where we want them, when we want them. Mm. And, and all that does is offer these people opportunity with other potential employers that aren't putting those, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's frustrating. Mm. I think that recruiters are going to get caught up in the middle of a lot of it, depending on where oh, you yeah. work. Um. And it's it's it, it's exciting because it's another another spoke in the wheel of our our rollers, you know, in our industry. Hasn't our yeah. role advanced and just broadened since all of this has happened? Yeah, and, and I think we can take it. I mean, we oh, we can. Yeah. You know, I, I talked about Steve. I talked about James. I've, I, the speakers that we've got for Rubber Band, where they've identified a problem and taken it, mm. um, and actually made a change and an impact. And I think as talent professionals, when it comes to this work from home hybrid, work from office dilemma that we're all facing at the moment, and it is a dilemma, but we're all talking about the problems that are associated with it. Mm. We can be the drivers at the forefront of finding solutions, mm. and that's not what that, we're not hearing that from anyone. We're just hearing why it's not working. Or or why it is working or, you know, working from home is working, why working from home isn't working, why we're not connected or, you know, th- there's arguments and, and valid arguments that mm. it can impact, um, you know, opportunities for um, women in the workplace, um, you know, due to, you know, I, I guess men being able to have more face time. And it is. There's a lack of visibility that, that we get brushed over yeah, and that's exactly. been a big one. But I think it's being highlighted for that now too because it is beginning to happen to everybody it's not yeah. just mm. limited to our sex because we have had that child minding housekeeping thing to fall back on as well people are now seeing after everyone's had to work from home that chores are to be shared yeah uh, don't think yeah. you're going to sit in there all day my little husband and do your just your work because guess what i'm working too these kids need to be homeschooled and the housework still needs to be done mm. so yeah. we're sharing that shit Talk around it. There, there is so much talk around that. And I think, you know, what, what I would love to see is, you know, someone to say, well, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. 
Mm. Um, you know, and it, it always makes me think these these arguments. It makes me think about you know the doors that have been shut to people that physically can't attend an office, an, an office right? Whether they're you know di- um, you know whether it's disability, whether it's people that um, you know are from you know lower socioeconomic mm-hmm. backgrounds that perhaps haven't been able to have that opportunity due to it being very difficult to travel to the mm-hmm. city to be able to find the kind of work that they're looking for. There are so many people that the doors opened during um, during lockdown when it was convenient for organisations yeah. um, where they were able to tap into new talent pools in the regions, in all over Australia, um, others, you know, overseas as well, um, you know, where, it was, where, where they were able to. And, you know, I, f- I feel like, you know, with a lot of these arguments where, we're forgetting about those people and we're closing those doors. Yeah. And it's, you know, I know we're here to talk about an event, but these are, these are the, the, the kind of conversations that need to be had. And, and mm. this is why I love um, the rubber band group. This is why I love what you guys do with Tarpod because we're opening up that conversation. We're getting people to think mm. and, you know, we, we need to be the custodians of change and we need to drive it. So, um, yeah, it's, I think every, it's a- everyone is struggling with the candidate challenge at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having mm-hmm. enough access to candidates. It was really to highlighted attract. to all of us uh, as a global issue, which we all knew. But when we hit the UK, mm-hmm. I remember us even saying to each other, "Holy hell, this is bigger than what I thought." Yeah, mm. everyone was talking about it. it was the one the one issue that was probably touched upon in almost every discussion on all the different stages mm. was yep. the candidate issue. And and even today, I, I uh, jumped into a webinar, a Striven webinar around uh, employer branding and how they're trying to you know look at it through that way and recruitment marketing. And then we had um, Simon McSorley on a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about the areas where candidates are looking for benefits and how mm. so many companies aren't even showing their benefits. But then mm. you know and and talking back again about that work from home, how flexibility is one of the key benefits mm. that a candidate's looking for. So, yeah. you know, mm. and, and we're doing ourselves a disservice if we're closing doors left, right and centre to what candidates want if you need that skill set in your business. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And it's really interesting on that as well. One of the, one of the things that at, um, at breakfast, um, I don't know if, um, I think you guys were on the stage at the time, but read.co.uk were sharing their research and insights. Mm. And what they're seeing over there is that, um, you know, flexibility is actually a given. Um, and the, the, the primary driver at the moment is, is REM. It's, it's back wow, to where really? it was back in, you know, when we all probably started out in recruitment when it was wow. all about the salary package because of cost of living. Yeah, um, that enough, is a point it? actually because with the wage stagnant um, inflation issue that we've rates. had in Australia for over 10 years now and mm. now inflation's going up, rates are going up, everything's going up, people are concerned about their mortgages, they're concerned about mm. the food on the table, they're mm. concerned about the school fees. The petrol in the car. Well, actually that is a huge thing. I, I've never seen in my That's life until recently petrol over $2 a litre. That's and again, insane. flexibility, right? Yeah. So if, if it's costing people that much and, and you know, I talked about, you know, generally people who aren't living, you know, in the in the inner suburbs, um, you know, it's and, and in lower socioeconomic regions that, you know, would need to travel into the CBD, it's it's not affordable. No. You, you, you can't afford to put petrol in the car 
Uh, you're probably <laughs> walking yeah, away every that. week at a loss. Throw in childcare. Mm. Um, oh, thank goodness I so, don't have that. I've only got doggy daycare. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> doggy daycare for you, Lauren. Absolutely, but you know. Yeah, but I can't claim that back on my tax. Can't you? No. <laughs> I keep trying to tell the government it's cheaper for me to have a dog than the mental health program. <laughs> I think this is the the topic that is not going to go away. So let's keep it going. Yeah, and I'm sure mm. that you know with bounce and, and you're right. We came on here to talk about the event that topics like this and others that will really sort of fuel your appetite to to take knowledge back to your business mm. are going to be discussed by much smarter people than Craig. <laughs> <laughs> So I think this is the whole thing. We need to open these cans of worms and we need to discuss them. And, yeah, we're going to go down rabbit holes. And you know what? We're not going to have the answers. Some of these people, we might all walk away just more confused, but we're going to have more questions and things that we didn't think of that are actually out there that might solve one problem but we've opened up another one that we didn't even know was actually on the verge of happening. 100%. And I want everyone that attends the event to go away and to to hear from these speakers about how they've had the courage to try something. Mm. And, and, you know, the discussion we've had here around, you know, workplace flexibility, um, you know, is is a really great example. We've identified that there is a big problem going on that we need to solve. So let's be empowered to try something and make a difference. And all of the speakers have have done that. Mm. Um, And that's what, how I want everyone to feel when they, when they log off and have their glass of wine or stay online and have a glass of wine with the three of us. Right. That's um, it. Exactly. (laughs) We'll be there. (laughs) We'll be there for sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, let's, let's all be empowered to make a difference and let's not just try and tread water, which we're doing at the moment. Just devil's advocate for a second. Um, because there's somebody asked a question during the webinar that I was on today and another, mm. I've heard others, you know, we're talking about people with the bravery to, to make a difference and get out there and do stuff. And some people say, but we don't get budget release. We've got no money or our execs um, won't back a flexible workforce. There's enough opportunity out there for you to find a new role in an environment <laughs> that'll support you. You know, seriously, if that's if that's your yeah. problem, look for somewhere else to call home because yeah. you can't be happy Move, there. Change your job. <laughs> No. Yeah, well, I think I put out that stat last week. There was over 13,000 TA jobs in Australia and New Zealand compared to over 7,000 developer jobs and more. across that. So if you're not happy in your TA role and exec aren't giving you the money, they're not giving you the leverage, they're not giving you what you need, move. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, and, you know, the rubber band group, we, we tend not to talk about, you know, we're, we're not representing our employers. And I think you can drive change regardless of, you know, those kind of constraints mm. in terms of budget and things like that. You can drive change in our industry. Mm. But I remember pre-COVID <laughs> chatting to Rebecca Powell and how she developed a TA um, function within a company with zero budget. She yeah, had a yeah, successful yeah. one where she recruited over 160 people in that particular calendar year. So it can be done. You've got to remember Absolutely. these things. Are innovation is the key. And you've got to work with C-suite and your hiring managers. You've got to have that relationship at mm. least. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if you can't, um, but there's something that you want to change, you can change that for you. You don't need to change mm-hmm. that for the company you're working for. Um, and like I said, you know, in 
the rubber band group, we, we all share knowledge, we share information, we share ideas. And, and that could be how you make an impact. You might have an idea that you mm. are struggling to bring to life, but there will be plenty of people in that group that will support you and help you bring that to life. And so, how many of us yeah. out there already have the documentations, have the business cases, have the plans, and the majority of us are happy to share them? Because mm. why do the, the work again if someone else has already got it halfway there for you? And that's the whole premise of rubber band it's about supporting it's not just about mental health and about supporting each other through the hard times and to get each other across the line it's like a virtual mm. hug yeah oh, it is we're pushing each other you know yeah. we're, we're not in competition with each other it doesn't matter where we work um or what segment of our industry that we work in we're all there to back each other yeah. it's it's empowerment and support and, and you only have to see the boundaries that have been broken down in in the fact that there's external and internal people as members and they're, sh- they're cross-pollinating and sharing ideas which is mm. it, it's rare it's rare it right? is. it's a big change yeah. and i think um i i, I think that, that that is an australian change that's happening i know when i when i was in agency recruitment the internals never wanted to speak to me i think it's that whole fear of selling and that's what none of us like as internal talent acquisition people if i'm going to a mixed event i don't want a bunch of agency recruiters coming up and giving me their cards and trying to sell to me constantly that does Mm. my head in and that's why ta people would stay away from the mixed events but i think a lot of those barriers are being broken down we still have a few of those cowboy type people out there but Let's see where it goes. At the moment, there's plenty going around for everybody. As the market changes, I hope it doesn't revert back to that. Mm. Yeah, I I think so. I think people are developing careers in agency recruitment now rather than, you know, chasing commission checks. Ah, churn and burn. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think think there's there's been a real shift in that. And, Mm. you know, the market was very tight. Um, within agency where they were, you know, needing to do a lot of business development a few years back. And, you know, that's, that's a hard gig as well. But I think, you know, agency is really being seen as a career move for people now. It's not mm. a step towards internal. People are having, and they're making an impact. James, I talk about one of our speakers. He's um, from Smart Recruitment. Smart. He's, he's a director there. He's had an amazing career and he's driving mm. change for our industry that we're all, you know, benefiting from. Um, mm. James has never tried to sell me anything. mind you speaking of selling i'm loving your new shoes for the items oh i know you wait wait people so when you do see eden check out his new kicks new kicks you got you got a a surprise it's a surprise Mm. Uh, look, mate, th- what you've done with Rubber Band and, and Interbounce has been amazing. And, you know, I, I think what it's highlighted is that in our industry, whether it be internal, external or allied, let's call it allied, um, th- there's support. If you if you have a question, if you have a struggle, there's support. And, you know, not only through Rubber Band, but there is talent, talent table, there's ATC, there's the mm-hmm. Recruitment meetup groups around different, oh, different states that are doing well. great yeah. events. There's stuff there. If you if you're sitting there and thinking, oh, you know, I'm going through all this alone, you're not. Everyone's having the same challenges, just in a slightly different way. And sharing of knowledge and and um, way to. And I just want to stress to everybody: if you are going through a hard time, you can always reach out to somebody in your network. And um, even if it's even worse, there's Beyond Blue and some of those other places that you can call, like Lifeline, and really have a deep chat because our mental health is so important, and that has not been highlighted more in the last two years than ever I've seen. 
Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It, it is so important to look after yourself and listen to yourself. If you're, if you're not feeling well, um, you're mm. absolutely right. Reach out to Beyond Blue and Lifeline and reach out to your friends, reach out to your network um, yeah. and talk. Um, we Recruitment is a really tough gig. I don't think any of us have, could hand on heart say that we haven't had moments. It's like policing without a weapon. It's, it's really hard. And let's let's back each other let's support each other let's unite let's move the industry forward and let's do great things let's absolutely let's back Mm. You know, and and that's why I love our industry. Mm, I do know? too. And sort of, hey, and on that note, we're going to end today's episode. But don't forget, if you have not registered for Bounce yet, make sure you do so. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group, Rubber Band, get on. It's very easy, very very easy. Just jump on. You're sure. going to find lots of really great insights and and support there. Mm, absolutely. So everybody, it's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from me. Thanks, Eden. Thank you so much. So great to see you both. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Today's episode was brought to you by Noble Agency. Noble Agency are employer marketing specialists ready to help you create brand love throughout the employee life cycle. From EVP and employee branding to targeted recruitment campaigns, content creation and everything in between, head over to nobleagency.com.au. They're really nice people. No bull. And And don't don't forget forget to tell them, Tarpod sent you. Thanks for listening to Tarpod. And please don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you listen to the outtakes at the end of the episode. They're usually the best bit. Uh, you have only been back a few days, haven't you? Yeah, we got back on Saturday. Je- have you had much jet lag? Yeah, I'm pretty, you're not recording yet, are you? I'm pretty fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm getting through, you know. <laughs>